This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time now. Let's go, let's go to you. Okay. I'm in, I'm in your time. I, I apologize for that. Shelly's here with the news. Coming up, I'm in your... Stepping on my nipples in the news. That's <laughs> happening today. And uh, finally, we are going to get to the cold noses story. I'll tell you about that. It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull Tobacco and More for locals by locals. And to be clear, I really do have nipples in the news today. I'll tell really? you about it. Uh, starting now, good news for the area. In Virginia Beach, the city council voted last night on something in the water. They voted to move forward with bringing it back 10 to 1. There is a $2 million reserve to spend on the festival, but that doesn't mean that Virginia Beach is going to use all of it. That according to 13 News Now. We are going to start the summer in a very, very positive way. Yeah, council sounds pretty excited about this. They did yeah. vote to spend 500000 on marketing the festival, and they'll provide resort stages, some parking lots, along with certain personnel and mm-hmm. use of the convention center. WVEC says in 2019, $21.7 million was generated for the community and more than $1 million in tax revenue for the city. So I'm kind of happy to have something in the water back. Yeah, no kidding. Meanwhile, we know the outcome in Georgia. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock has defeated Republican challenger Herschel Walker in that runoff election. The victory essentially changes nothing when it comes to majority control. Democrats had already, you know, had the control of the Senate. Mm -hmm. It just tipped at 51-49 and we won't be using the vice president as the deciding factor. Yeah, but now we won't have to keep her in Washington to settle ties. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're going we're gonna to see her again or something. <laughs> Warnock told supporters last night yeah. that it was his honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy the people have spoken. Meanwhile, though, someone less excited, somebody who was out stumping for Warnock's opponent, was United States Senator John Kennedy, who went on a tirade against Kale while campaigning for Herschel Walker. IQ stupid people. These oh, won't- there you go. Stupid people. They're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate Dr. Zeus and they hate Mr. Potato Head. These woke, high IQ stupid people, they walk around, they walk around with Ziploc bags of kale that they can eat to give them energy. Now, if you want to eat kale, that's up to you. I don't eat kale. Do you know why? Because kale tastes to me like I'd rather be fat. And these high IQ stupid people, the wokers in charge in Washington, D.C., the berserk wing of the Democratic Party, they hyperventilate on their yoga mats if, if you use the wrong pronoun. They're all over Washington, D.C. Yeah, so all right there. He- it's nice to know that there is a reasonable voice out there somewhere <laughs> who can lead us into the next <laughs> 10 years of fantastic... Uh, what, what do you do with that? I don't know, but... You're the monster you became. You're as odd in your descriptions. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying the same thing about you. Yeah, yeah and that's uh, yeah. Washington for you. And there you go.
Uh, so Congress is working to come to a deal to fund the government. There's a, another bill, though, that's making the news today. The COVID-19 vaccine mandate for members of the U.S. military would be rescinded under the annual defense bill heading for a vote this week in Congress. If the measure passes, it would end a policy that helped ensure the vast majority of troops were vaccinated, but also raise concerns that it harmed recruitment and retention. Republicans, with their new House majority next year, have pushed the effort in negotiations. White House Press Secretary uh, said that President Biden told House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy he would consider lifting the mandate, but Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin recommended that it be kept. So that's where it stands as of now. Now, in Virginia, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin issued an executive order yesterday directing enforcement agencies, boards, and commissions to report all fines, fees, suspensions related to COVID-19 shutdown violations. According to News 3, the governor also announced he will direct agencies to halt further collection and enforcement action in his upcoming budget to be delivered on December 15th. Quote, I am today requiring a statewide review of COVID-19 related penalties imposed by the Northam administration. The fact that businesses are still dealing with COVID-19 related penalties and fines is infuriating. Livelihoods are on the line. In the previous administration, we saw our government shut down businesses, close our schools and separate us from each other. We can't undo the damage done during the Northam administration. We are taking action going forward to end COVID era doc, uh, draconian overreach. Yes, the draconian. Yes. Now, while we're not dealing with a triple-demic here, thankfully, Virginia is one of the 11 states with very high flu levels right now. Oh, okay. And scientists think that they finally figured out why we get sick more often in the winter. It has to do with cold weather and specifically your cold nose. Your nose is the main entry point for viruses, they say. It turns out that cold air affects how well the immune cells in there can fight them off. When a virus gets into your nose, billions of immune cells start scrambling and attacking it. A study found it happens less and less the colder it gets. Researchers exposed people to 40 degree air for 15 minutes and found that Dropping the temperature inside their nose by just nine degrees killed almost half of those virus-fighting immune cells. Oh, my. That means when the cold air gets in, your immunity drops, so viruses have an easier time replicating. You're more likely to get sick. A researcher behind the study said it's another reason wearing a mask this winter might be a good idea. Not only do masks protect you from inhaling viruses, but it's also like wearing a sweater on your nose. We all said they kept our noses toasty warm, and a lot of us liked it. I think uh, an apology is called for here. You might want to pick up the phone and... I'm sorry. Call your mother. <laughs> yeah. She told you that going out in the cold without a jacket and you were going to catch a cold and you didn't believe her because you knew science. <laughs> Turns out when you get cold, you're more likely to catch a cold. Yep. Call it sounds there? crazy. Yeah. Huh? Huh? But there's science behind it. Science! Someone finally tested it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there we are. Now we know. Uh, elsewhere, last night was the People's Choice Awards, and if you didn't catch Keenan Thompson's monologue last night, it almost sounded like him doing an SNL parody of a bad comedian, but it was real. Here's when he came out. Tonight, it's all about your favorite things, and all those things have one thing in common. They all got less viewers than the kid on TikTok who loves corn. That's right. (laughs) You like the new dark take on Gotham. Man, how dark can Batman get? If he gets any darker, he's going to be Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Thank you. But seriously, folks. Those were his jokes? Yeah, yeah. 
that's him. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's interesting because we talked to Steve Byrne yesterday at 930, something like that. Steve's a stand-up. Uh, and, but Steve tells stories. And he tells very, very entertaining, funny stories. And he's, he recently did a comedy special that, that requires him to do some monologue jokes. And he said, I, I was really not very good at it. Yeah. He goes, I had to learn this. You don't, just because you stand there doesn't mean you can do those kind of jokes. Sure. There's a guy that is a genius in a sketch comedy situation. You could hear, I could literally hear him sweating. Yeah. Telling oh. those jokes. I mean, he did the, he gave the pause for, but seriously, folks. He I mean, did he the did the flop yeah. sweat thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, overall, last night I can sum up the People's Choice Awards in three words. Ooh. Lizzo, Selma, and Shania. Lizzo yes. received yeah. the People's Champion Award. She said, quote, to be an icon isn't about how long you've had your platform. Being an icon is what you do with that platform. Then she put her money with her, where her mouth is by bringing 17 female activists on stage, introducing each one by name and explaining the work that they do. Mm-hmm. Selma Blair yes. won Competition Contestant of the Year for Dancing with the Stars while battling MS. And uh, somebody obviously knew she was going to be getting it because she was presented the award by her longtime friend, Sarah Michelle Geller, And that's when she referenced the kiss. Oh, my gosh. The last time I won an award was when I kissed you, Sarah. Good luck charm, for sure. Thank you to Sarah for being here for everything that means something to me. Yeah, she was talking about the award she won in 2000, the MTV Movie Awards. She and Sarah won Best Kiss for Cruel Intentions. Mm-hmm. As for Shania, Shania Twain picked up the Music Icon Award and proved exactly why she deserved it with a fantastic medley of her hits, some of which she sang in a bodysuit, which she rocked at the age of 57, by the way. Afterwards, she told the crowd, when a door slams in your face, take, it a, freaking, take a freaking run, just run and leap at that door, kick it down, you won't regret it. Now, Olivia Wilde is making the news for showing off her nipples in a see-through gown. Is this just, is she just torturing Jason Sudeikis Yes, now? that's is what that everybody's calling here? it. Her revenge outfit right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. When Don't Worry Darling won Drama Movie of the Year, Olivia came up on stage. The producer actually blurred the whole screen at first. Then they just pulled the camera back, way back, to avoid any you know, nipple close Well, yeah, the thing was, when you pulled it back, it really defined the nipples. Yeah. I saw it both ways. Uh, I wasn't actually watching this. I was coming. I was literally walking through the living room, but that stopped me. Yeah, yeah, it would. I think I was going to bed at right around that time, and uh, yeah, I'm like, wow, who's the chick? <laughs> so I, don't, I don't really know anybody on the People's Choice Awards. I could have, I could pick Lizzo out of a lineup and Shania Twain. I don't know Olivia Wilde. I get my Olivia's mixed up. Well, now I got her. By I'm her more nipples. of an Olivia Munn person, but that's okay. okay. Yeah. But now I can, yeah, I can, I can definitely uh, pick her nipples out of a lineup. That's right. After yep. this, yeah. Well, meanwhile, in nipples, it does look like someone who's always setting them free is going to get some more TV time. Trevor Noah's last night on The Daily Show is tomorrow. So when it returns on January 17th, there will be a series of guest hosts. The list includes Chelsea Handler. Okay. Nipples. Uh, she goes topless in a, just the, for no reason at all. All the time, yeah. yeah. Leslie Jones, Cal Penn, Al Franken, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Al Sykes. Franken topless. <laughs> yeah. Marlon By the way, Rand. Al Franken's back. Uh, yeah. He's back from his uh, uh, exile of, uh, remember, he made the, uh, the off-color photographs on the airplane a million years ago when oh they were gosh. doing, he, he did some almost Me Too kind of a thing. Okay. And, uh. And then was the senator from Minnesota and all these other things, but we never let him forget the one. Yeah. Well, so I guess he's back. I okay. guess. I guess. Right, uh, the show's correspondents like Roy Wood Jr. will also sit in. Yes. And executive director. That's great. 
an executive director said Trevor Trevor redefined the show, as did John Stewart before him. And as we look to the future, we're excited to reimagine it yet again with the help of this incredible list of talent and correspondents. Roy Wood Jr. told one of the funniest jokes I have ever heard in my entire life that I can't tell because it has the N-bomb in it. Oh, (laughs) no. Yeah. Uh, It was at the luncheon. Okay. You were there. I was there. I don't remember. I I will. uh, You know what? I'll. I can't even tell you because that, you know, it's completely, you're not allowed to say anything. So even if it's a quote. Right. Um, but I will, you know, I'll pantomime it for you. Do you know yesterday a commercial break. I was in a rabbit hole from one of the other comedians that was there. Oh, that we saw that. Yes. Because I remembered thinking that he was funny. And then I remembered something kind of happened with him. It was like an Al Franken. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, there was something that happened with him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That dude <laughs> went into Why? a. What? You don't know what happened with Owen Benjamin? No. Oh, he went into a deep conspiracy place. He's been kicked off of all social media Is that pretty right? much. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. He's Mr. America. No, He's charming no, looking. No, no, no. Yes. He went, red flag. Okay, he okay, went okay. to oh, yeah. a really bad place. Wow. I mean, uh, he very anti-Semitic, anti-LGBTQ, anti-transgender, uh, racist. I mean, just. God bless. Anti-civilization. Dropping. Yeah. Just drop it. Oh, I mean, he like he went he went to build a compound like those guys out in. Uh, you remember the compound where they had like the police siege out there? Oh yes, he, like Branch Davidians. Yeah, yeah. The, his David neighbors. Koresh. Well, I, I don't remember Ish. if it was that exact, exactly. Yeah, but right. he, his neighbors all like called the police on him because he was building a, a compound. Yeah. Owen Benjamin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. He, he, I would listen to his apology because he had some sort of an apology that he posted. Yeah. Uh, like an interview apology yeah, with yeah. him. He was like, well, oh, I, said, I can hear the clatter of keyboards right now. I said one thing yeah. where I talked about, you know, a group with uh, Oxycontin and then they all said I was anti-Semitic and I was like, oh, that's it? Like, okay. No, that's not it. That's not I mean, even you close. You can find example on example. Well, well. I was in this deep rabbit hole because I was like, oh, yeah, you used to date Christina Ricci. Like, yes. Oh, so in fact, he, he was very open about that. Yeah. We, we've talked to him about it, about when you go out with somebody that's wildly famous and, you know, and what a pain in the ass I it was sometimes. Because, you know, Wednesday yeah. Adams, but also my kid kind of looks like her somehow, like has a Christina Ricci <laughs> face somehow yeah, with a big a forehead. Bit. Big forehead, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, Christina Ricci. And then I'm no, like, no, not so much. Oh, and Benjamin, dude, wow. went a completely My, different how things way have changed. Than- <laughs> well, no wonder Steve didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh... I didn't. I never brought it up, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, there were some they, things with Owen Benjamin. Well, he was on the TV show with them. Yeah. I don't know if his apology, he has redeemed himself. I just know that, mm-hmm. you know, over the past couple of years, he has been kicked off of all social media. I wow. mean, even... Even the second layers, like the the pages that you don't know about, like the the social <laughs> networks that like you get kicked off of Twitter, so you go to that one. Yeah, they right. have kicked them off. So <laughs> websites I've never heard of have thrown the guy off. Yeah, is what yeah, you're saying, really. yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there I go. Yeah. He, he had some feelings about some things, but it does sound yeah. like he started his conspiracy. He he admitted yeah. he got deep into conspiracy world and that he's figured out that... Well, he's no Al Franken, let's be honest. It's not up to him to solve the world's conspiracies and to find the truth. And what is up to him is to be the best father he can be. And I was like, okay, well, that's semi-redeeming of a thing to say. That you know? sounds like you paid for some therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. They gave you the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah, maybe. Well... I guess this is a good lead into my final story in the news. As someone posted a quote, life changing hack that helps you find all the true crime content on Netflix. They oh, yeah? tag their shows with different numbers depending on what they're about. And someone realized that the number for true, true crime stuff is 987. 
Hey, 98.7. Hey. 98.75. <laughs> That's right. Call number five. <laughs> going to get a... So what you do is go to their search page, type in 98.75, yeah. and hundreds of shows and movies pop up. Most of it's the good stuff, mainly murder shows with a few other things mixed in, but it's at least all in the true crime adjacent category. So now okay. you know if that's your thing and you want to see all of it on Netflix. All of it. Search 9875. Yeah, all right. The flavor. Uh, around here today, we've got a chance of rain in the forecast. Cloudy, otherwise a high near 70. A slight chance of some rain tonight. 53 will be the low. Sunny skies for tomorrow. A high near 60 right now. We're at 65 degrees. And I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.